Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Oh, you did so much better than the last service. I'm so proud of you. That's the proper thing, just for us to be prepared for the next couple of days. Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, that's the traditional thing. If someone says to you, Merry Christmas, your answer is Merry Christmas. So let's do that one more time. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Perfect. <laughs> oh, this is, the, uh, this is the cheering section over here. Way to go. I love that. Well, I, I want to let you know, too, that... Um, Lisa would be here with me, and she got a, we got a phone call early this morning, her mother, um, and, and basically they said you should come and be with your mom. So she's with her mother and not with us this morning. But she sends her greetings and her love, and she wanted to be here um, for the, because of the things that we're going to do this morning that are so special. Welcome to Crossroads Church. If you're a guest or a visitor and you haven't been here before, thank you for trusting us with your, um, your Sunday morning and in the Lord's house. We're going to do today... Um, we call this Christmas Eve Eve at our house, and we start Christmas way early, and we can hardly contain it within Christmas and Christmas Eve. So um, we call it Christmas Eve Eve. Welcome to Christmas Eve Eve. We do a, we're going to have some festive times here, and we're going to be in the scriptures today, and we're going to hear Christmas carols. Now, here's what I would suggest. Oh, before I... Let me do some housekeeping first. I need to do some one other housekeeping thing. I want to thank you. This is for, for, for Crossroads Church uh, regulars, but you can eavesdrop if, you, if you're not a regular. Um, so this last week, we gave away food, and I want to give you a report. We, between 50 and 60 of you participated in putting together the baskets and caring for people and serving them and praying with people, and we gave food baskets um, this last week to over 90 families and uh, ministered. Hardly any of them come to our church. I'm so grateful. We can do that. Come on. We can do that. That's good. So way to go. 
And the other thing, the other thing that um, I want to do is I can't hardly get up here without sharing my love for the book of Proverbs. You know that, right? church. So even though it's Christmas Eve, Eve, I want to have a proverb of the day. So today's the 23rd. I chose these verses for our proverbs of the day. Do not let your heart envy sinners, but be zealous for the fear of the Lord all the day. For surely there is a hereafter and your hope will not be cut off. That's a good one. That's a good one. So what we're going to do is, um, this is an old, this is an old tradition Um, going back probably over 150 years. And what we're going to do is we're going to read a passage of Scripture and then do a Christmas carol and read a passage of Scripture, Christmas carol. And it's not just Christmassy. These Scriptures will create a thread. And I encourage you to to look for what the thread is. I'm going to give you a hint. And these these Scriptures, the, the Word of God, the Bible, is not a collection of poetry and stories, although it contains those things. The Bible is a letter that the Lord has written to you. He wants you to read it. He wants you to to, to understand because in his word, you will learn his character. You will learn his love. And what we're going to find today, if you pay attention, if you look for the thread, you will see this thread that says, why, why the creator of the heavens and the earth felt it was not only needed, but desirable for him to leave the glory of heaven and come to earth as a vulnerable infant and to pay the price of sin with his own body. We're going to see the reason why Christmas came into existence. So be friendly and smile at these people who will help me with the scriptures today because a whole bunch of different people will read scripture. So I will start. we're going to start right at the very beginning in Genesis. This is Genesis 3, starting in verse 8. And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. Then the Lord God called to Adam and said to him, Where are you? So he said, Well, I heard your voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, and I hid myself. And God said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree which I commanded you that you should not eat? And the man said, The woman whom you gave to to be with me, she gave me of the tree, and I ate. And the Lord God said to the woman, What is this that you've done? The woman said, the serpent deceived me and I ate. So the Lord God said to the serpent, because you've done this, you're cursed more than all the cattle and more than every beast of the field. On your belly you shall go and you shall eat dust all the days of your life. And I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your seed and her seed. He shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. To the woman he said, I will greatly multiply your sorrow and your conception In pain you shall bring forth children. Your desire shall be for your husband, and he shall rule over you. Then to Adam he said, Because you have heeded the voice of your wife and have eaten from the tree of which I commanded you, saying you shall not eat of it, because of all that, cursed is the ground for your sake. In toil you shall eat of it all the days of your life, both thorns and thistles it shall bring forth for you, and you shall eat the herb of the field. In the sweat of your face you shall eat bread till you, are, till you return to the ground. For out of it you were taken. For dust you are, and to dust you shall return.
Then the angel of the Lord called to Abraham a second time out of heaven and said, By myself I have sworn, says the Lord, because you have done this thing and have not withheld your son, your only son. Blessing, I will bless you, and multiplying, I will multiply your descendants. As the stars of the heaven and as the sand which is on the seashore, and your descendants shall possess the gate of their enemies, and your seed, all the nations of the earth, shall be blessed, because you have obeyed my voice. I'm Pastor Seth. This is my wife, Angie. This is my daughter, Whitney and Taylor. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in the land of the shadow of death, upon them a light has shined. For unto us a child is born, unto a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder. And his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, and Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace there will be no end. Upon the throne of David and over his kingdom, to order it and establish it with judgment and justice, from that time forward, even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Certain poor shepherds in fields as they lay In fields where they, they keep in their sheep On a cold winter's night that was so Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. The Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, 
the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. His delight is in the fear of the Lord, and he shall not judge by the sight of his eyes, nor decide by the hearing of his ears. But with righteousness he shall judge the poor and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. The wolf also shall dwell with the lamb. The leopard shall lie down with the young goat. The calf and the young lion and the fatling together. And a young child shall lead them. The cow and the bear shall graze. Their young one shall lie down together. And the lion shall eat straw like the ox. The nursing child shall play by the cobra's hole. And the weaned child shall put his hand in the viper's den. They shall not hurt, nor destroy in all my holy mountain. For the earth shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord, as the waters cover the sea. Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary, and having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice highly, favored one, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. But when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying, and considered, What manner of greeting is this? Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus. He will be great, and he will be called the Son of the Highest, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Then Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I do not know a man? And the angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore also, that Holy One is to be born, will be called the Son of God. Then Mary said, Behold the maidservant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. Sons and daughters 
Did you know that your baby boy has come to make you new? This child that you would soon deliver you Mary did you know that your baby boy would give sight to the blind man Mary did you know that your baby boy would calm a storm with his hand did you know that your baby boy has walked where angels try when you kiss your little baby you kiss the face of God oh Mary did you know be registered, every one to his own city. Joseph also went up to Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and the lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who is with child. So it was that it, while they were there, and the, the days were complete for her to be delivered, and she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. All right, I would like to invite up kids for our special Away in the Manger performance so you guys can come on up and join me on stage. And if you're new and you're visiting here, we would love to have you up here too. It's super easy to follow along. So come on up, guys.
this is Grace Gadat. Now they're in the same country, shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you, you will find a babe wrapped in swine clothes laying in the manger. And saying there is with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God, and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, good will toward men. So it was, when the angels had gone away from them into heaven, that the shepherds said to one another, Let's now go to Bethlehem, seeing the thing has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste, and found Mary and Joseph, and the baby laying in the manger. Good job, Grace. This is Julie Bernick.
through 12. Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. So they said to him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written of the prophet, But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are not the least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod, when he had secretly called the wise men, determined from them what time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go, and search carefully for the young child. And when you have found him, bring back word to me that I may come and worship him also. And when they heard the king, they departed. And behold, the star which they had seen in the east went before them, till it came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. And when they had come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented gifts to him of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Then, being divinely warned in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed for their own country. you worship with us. Oh, come let us adore Him. Oh, come let us adore Him. Oh, come let us adore Him. last passage and this is uh this is how the holy spirit describes jesus in john chapter one starting in verse one and the reason we're reading scriptures today is we really honor want to honor god's word here we believe that it's the word of god that does the work of god that's where our hearts get changed is in the word of god now listen to what the holy spirit would say about christ in the beginning was the word that word in that sentence isn't what you think of as a word. That's a title. That's a name for Christ, for Jesus. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him, nothing was made that was made. In him was life and light, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. This is speaking of John the Baptist. This man came for a witness to bear witness of of the light, 
that all through him might believe. He was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light which gives light to every man coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, and the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own did not receive him. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become the children of God, to those who believe in his name. Verse 12 is the reason for Christmas. Verse 12 is a promise to every person who will believe and trust in Jesus for salvation. They have the right to be called the children of God. They have the right to eternity. They have the right to avoid hell and spend forever in heaven. Let's read that one again. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, to those who believe in his name, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but born of God. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Praise to the King of the Lord. 
Lord, you are holy. We worship you. We bow before you and we give you praise. Like the shepherds who came before those many nights ago, they, they heard, they saw, and they went and told. They went declaring the praise of God. So we stop now and we just declare your glory, your praise of who you are. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen? Man, what a great time that'll be in heaven when we sing that song, huh? Hey, I'm going to have the ushers come forward. We're going to do a little bit of family business here. Um, we're going to about to give the Lord his tithes and our offerings. And um, this is just family business. If you're here, new here, don't feel any pressure to give. We're not going to stop you, but don't feel any pressure to give. This is a way that we tell the Lord, one, we trust you. Two, we trust, we just believe in you and we, we trust you within every part of our life, not just those feeling parts, but Lord, even the provision parts. And the thing is, is no matter how much we put in this bag today, it would never give God the glory he deserves. There's nothing we can give him that, that will ever give that to him. But we give it because he says, I want you to partner with me in the expansion of my kingdom. And so as we give, we're just going to pray over this for that, for his kingdom to come and his will to be done. Amen. So would you pray with me, Lord? I thank you so much for how you take care of us, how you provided for us those many nights ago, those many thousands of years ago where, Lord, that we were in need and you provided exactly what we needed. God in the flesh in a manger. And on the cross, you provided for us. You poured out your blood for us to pay our price. And Lord, you died in our place. And then you rose again on the third day and you, you went ahead into heaven and you still provide for us. You prepare a place for us that we might have everlasting lasting life with you. And we thank you for that. So we give trusting you as our provider. We give trusting you as our savior. We give trusting you as our king. Would you take what we give? Would you use it for your glory? And may your kingdom be expanded, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So um, now's the moment. Many of you guys have been saying, when are we going to get to the fire, right? <laughs> you should have been given a candle on the way in. Um, I'd like to just kind of give some instructions and just maybe talk about this a little bit before we do this. There's nothing in the Word of God that would say to us as, um, as we gather that we're supposed to light candles. Although that's the tradition of many denominations and, and um, they ascribe their own reasons to it. You need to knew, know that we don't do this for religious reasons. We do it as, uh, for t basically two reasons. One is it's a great demonstration of a point that I'm going to explain in a moment. The other because it's just fun to play with fire right <laughs> you should smile at me this will go shorter if you're smiling and friendly <laughs> so I want to talk a little bit about um, about about this Jesus was with a group of people they were listening to him and it was more than just his, his disciples more than the 12 it was a large crowd you can read about this in Matthew chapter 5 it's the Sermon on the Mount and Jesus in the middle of all that made a couple of comments he said long about verse 13 or so, he said, speaking to the believers, speaking to his followers, speaking to Christians, he said, you're the salt of the earth. And then a little bit later, he said, you're the light of the world. Interesting that he would call us salt and light. Salt has um, some interesting properties. It's preservative, but I, you know, the, the things that I like about salt is that it makes your steak taste better right? It makes your potato chips taste like they're supposed to taste. Can you imagine potato chips with no salt? It would be terrible. It would be terrible. So there's something about the qualities of salt. Believers are supposed to be salt. We're supposed to somehow help the world have flavor, help the world understand things, help to, help to know how to taste. Now I want to talk about that for a minute because sometimes we get the proportions wrong. I'm going to come back to that in a moment. The other thing is that we're to be is light. Scripture goes on, it says that if you were to put a house on the top of a hill or build a city on a hill, you can't hide it at nighttime because the light shows. Nobody creates a source of light and then covers it with a bucket. You're the light of the world. 
The point is that you're supposed to share the good news. This is Jesus challenging believers, challenging his followers. Be salt, be light. Now here's the recipe. And this is where many Christians get this wrong. We get the proportions wrong. What Jesus would want of us is to be a little bit of salt. Just a little bit. That's all it takes. And a whole bunch of light. The mistake we make as Christians sometimes is we want to be this much salt. This is how you should live. This is how you should think. And the world won't receive that because it, have you ever had too much salt on your steak? It's just, you ruin it, right? Does anybody else hear a steak? Am I the only meat eater in this room? Okay, so it's a little bit of salt and a whole bunch of light. And the way that the light gets shared is for one source to pass it on to another. That's how light travels. Um, now, this is where we're going to light candles. And um, normally my wife would be with me. I told you she's not here. But can I, Grace, could you help me? Could you help your grandpa? Okay, so Grace is my, um, let, me, let me ask you a question. Let me put this over here. How old are you? To say it out loud. Five. Five, okay. Can, can you step up here? Are you old enough to hold a candle with a live flame? Do you think you can do it? You Say yes. What? You did it okay the last time. Okay, you did. Okay, so she, so yes. Okay, so, um, that was close. Okay, so I want to explain about when you have these candles lit. Here's what you do. When your candle has fire on it, it always stays up and down. Don't turn it sideways. Tell me why. Wax will drop on your lap, right? Okay, then you'll be mad at me for getting wax on your dress. Okay, so hold your candles up and down. So the person whose candle has not been lit yet, they put their candle sideways to take the light away. So I'm going to share my light with Grace. Okay, minus three up. Now, you turn your sideways. There you go, sweetie. Now turn it up. There you go. See how that worked? Let's try that again. This is how you do it. Oh. <laughs> well done. Okay. So now I'd like to have the pastoral team come. Let's turn the lights down. Let's put yours out. Let me help you back down, honey. Thank you for helping me. Can you get down okay? Okay. So I'm going to pass light to them, and they're going to share light with you. When you get it, pass it on to the person next to you.
Christmas to you. Okay. <laughs> okay, so here's what you do now. You don't blow on the candle because it will blow into the head of the person in front of you. So one of the guys next to you will do this. Get their fingers wet and do that. I loved it. I saw some of y'all out there uh, waving the candles like you're at a concert or something. <laughs> I wonder if the shepherds did that when the angels were singing. Speaking of angels singing, I want you to stand with me. We're going to all go out together with this. We're about to sing Hark the Herald Angels Sing. And I want you to hang around with us because this is the benediction. This is the whole story right here. And as you walk out the doors, may each one of us be a little bit of salt and a lot of light. May the Holy Spirit, which dwells within each believer, direct our steps, lead us into those places where we don't know what to do, but He does. And when He moves, you'll see the heaven of the kingdom of heaven come down and move in your life. So, you guys ready for this? All right, here we go. Angels sing glory to the newborn King. Peace on earth and mercy mild. God and sinners reconciled. Joyful all the nations rise. Join the triumph of the skies. With angelic hosts is born that you would choose to spend Christmas Eve Eve with us. And um, however you celebrate this Christmas Eve, I just pray the blessings of Christ over each one of you. If you don't have a church home and you're new here, we welcome you. Come back. Um, one thing I love about, my, about this church is, number one, they honor the Word of God above all things. We love to worship our Savior and our King. We appreciate and we honor families and relationships. And each one of you here is valuable, not just to us, but most importantly to the King of Kings, so much so that he would come in a manger for you. So may you leave here filled loved and filled with, a, with his grace. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a great week, church. God bless you. Merry Christmas.